Check, check, check. Yo, Cook, you ready, bro? Go ahead, start it up. All right. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today, I am joined by my right-hand man, Shame the Dream. And uh, we're on location today. This is going to be our new format, new setup uh, at All-Star Barber Shop. Um, Shouts out to Chef for giving us the ability to go ahead and make this our new home, our new hub. So for those of you in the Orlando area, make sure you check out the shop. We're actually going to be here. Oh, well, (laughs) you know what? I would cut that part out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the last thing I need. Yeah, you don't want to be causing (laughs) certain type of traffic. Now you know that I, I mean, thought about that, we're we're, not, run that back. It's all good. No, no, it's a, we, yeah. we'll, we'll stable the middle. But all those beeps that you heard, I accidentally said the day and time. But we're we not gonna do that, cause right? Niggas is weird. We hear when we hear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, this is gonna be the new move. You know why not? Kind of taking the vibes. Everybody loves the barbershop anyway. You know, I, I think it's uh, kind of the cornerstone of this kind of conversation and and just what we do. Yep, um, absolutely. Kind of, you know, what we what we on anyway, like barbershop talk. Right. I mean, before we even jump in, that's low key. Um, I didn't think about the the synonymous nature of like us doing a pod at the shop or whatever. Because I didn't think about the whole, you know, the the LeBron James situation. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about how it all kind of folds into each other. But to be honest, me, you know, being somebody who um, has more so of an immigrant mindset like I, I came in from as an outsider when i first like started kind of pulling in on pop culture and learning things or whatever my first time experiencing open format conversations or just like wild hot takes and stuff like that was going to barbershops in brooklyn with my stepdad and kind of like witnessing that there like me being exposed to you know stand-up comics like mm-hmm. uh, eddie murphy and patrice o'neill and all these people all of that came from being in barbershops so it is kind of like a a, a funny like full circular circle. yeah it, everything <laughs> comes around full circle and for those of you who just sat up really quickly because you heard a, a voice that wasn't gravelly and disgusting uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the beautiful voice that you heard actually belongs to our special guest today uh go ahead and say what's up to the people hi guys my name's alexis now alexis is a well-versed <laughs> entrepreneur a, bi- a, a business owner and somebody who I actually not only call a close friend, somebody who I respect her mindset and uh, somebody who from the moment that I met her is someone that struck me as a person who their mindset is meant to be shared. Every once in a while, you come across those types of people where you feel like, OK, this is someone who actually has something to say in, in comparison to because a lot of us talk just to talk. Especially being podcasters and and being people that kind of meet up with a lot of people who claim to have something to say. There's there's always that line between those of us that claim and those of us who do. Mm -hmm. And she just happens to be one of those who does. Big respect. So So sweet, guys. So sweet. (laughs) Again, thank you. you And we're honored to have you. I'm honored to be here. And you're actually our first guest here. So this is uh, this is a good night to be here. Um, so we're going to start off with the clip. We're going to play this quick audio clip and we're going to jump right in. Let's get it. Reality Bites. Let's go. If you want to apologize to someone, don't give bullshit half-ass apologies. Example. Oh, I'm sorry you feel this way. That sounds condescending and it lacks accountability. If you're actually sorry, apologize for your actions. All right. So with that being said, that was a clip that I... Funny enough, I, I was going to lie and say I found it, but I didn't find it. Let me tell you how this clip came across me, right? So, 
I'm minding my own business, like what most grown adults do, and somebody decides to be petty and send me that clip as a way of... uh, Clearly, they woke up and chose violence for the day. And her message, yes, I'm going to say her, when she sent me the message, right, I'm looking under the message and she's like, this is all about you. I've been telling you this for years. When I saw this video, the first person that came in my mind was you. I always told you, you can't apologize like that. You need to give real apologies. Mind mm. you, I haven't spoken to this person in years, right? So oh, this let wow. me know. They had free smoke for you. Free they smoke. Sitting on free that. smoke that's been sitting. <clears throat> They've been sitting on that smoke for boy. years. Because it's pressure. Now, mind you, those who know me know I, I'm, not, I'm not somebody who's uh, who is anti-apologies. You know, I give. I have no problem if I feel like I did something wrong. I'll apologize. The Emphasis p- on feel like, and that's where that's where the issues lie for me. Uh, some people feel that you need to apologize for the entirety of every situation. I feel like if I'm not sorry for what I did, but I'm sorry for how you felt about it, I should be able to say that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, but it sounded good. What's the objection? Okay, no, let, let, let's. The objection is anytime you start an apology, as far as I'm apologizing for how you feel, I'm sorry that you took it that way. You're not truly apologizing. You're trying to just give me a band aid, satisfy me, and just send me about my day. You don't hmm. really feel like you did anything wrong. So you apologizing is more so. Just to make me feel like I've been tended to. Now, does an apology all always mean that I feel I did something wrong? Because what if I don't feel I did something wrong, but I am sorry for how you felt about the situation? Because that's when I use that. That's specifically what I mean. Yeah, I see what you're saying with that. Like, um, if I'm sorry that I made you feel bad, but I'm not necessarily sorry for what whatever it was that made you mm-hmm. feel bad. If, exactly. if that makes sense, it sounds like a contradiction in a way, but if you really read between the lines, you know what I mean? You could catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're you good. can, okay. but I guess now the question is, if you're apologizing for how I feel, but you're not apologizing for what you essentially did, then the action is probably going to happen again. Well, here's the thing. It depends on what the action is. Context. I think, I think, I think the problem is people mm-hmm. want to put a singular definition or a singular format to apologies. And I don't think that all apologies apply everywhere. So Mm -hmm. this, the type of situation that I'm speaking of, right? Let's say hypothetically, um, a woman and I are dating. I do something. Now that action is something that she doesn't like and she feels hurt by it. Right Mm -hmm. now me committing this action it's not we're not talking about you know the blatant things like whether it be cheating abuse things like that mm-hmm. we're talking about something where in my mind you could see why without communication between the two of us i wouldn't know that this is something that is harmful so this is something that i'm doing it just because in my mind i'm not aware of your feelings towards this action right the reason why i would say i'm not sorry for what i did is because I don't want to lie to you. Me lying to you would be me saying, you know what? I'm sorry. I should have never did that. If I don't feel like I should have never done it and I don't feel like what I did was something bad and or harmful. Mm -hmm. But I do acknowledge that you are as a person, you feel some sort of personal attachment to this action. Mm -hmm. Like this action is something that triggers you. It's something that bothers you. It's something that you can't take or you have an issue with. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. I am sorry that that hurt you. That but, me mm-hmm. making that decision hurt you. But I'm not sorry that I did it. But see, and I, you know, I'm with you and like minded with that. But I also am aware of how it could come off as a backhanded apology. You know, what I, I mean? can but see that, why it would come off that way. But I feel like it only comes off that way because most people don't put that much thought into what they're saying. My refusal, like because I've been in a situation where I'm going back and forth with a woman yeah. in this exact scenario over and over again. That's clearly why I triggered people are sending me uh, videos like this. But <laughs> like the thing is. In that moment, I'm being honest with you as honest as I can be. Like, if I were to say, I'm sorry, I'm completely sorry, that should have never happened, I won't do it again. I, if I say that, I mean that. But if I know for a fact whatever that was done, A, I'm not sorry that it happened because it's not something that I felt was, you know, disrespectful, X, Y, Z. Like, we can disagree. We can feel two different ways about something. Mm-hmm. Or B, it's something that I know for a fact I'm going to do again. Now, maybe this time it's something that you don't like. Maybe it's an activity that you don't want to be around for, something Mm -hmm. that triggers you or something that, you know, I'll make sure that you're not around for it. I'll do whatever concession needs to be made so that you don't have that exposure and you don't have whatever that is in your life that is affecting you that way. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll make sure that I take the steps necessary to facilitate that. But that doesn't mean that I have to agree with you. Right. I agree with a lot of the points you said. I definitely agree. But that's a slippery slope because when you get into the conversations of I'm doing something I didn't know it would harm you Mm -hmm. in any nature. We're talking about expectations. Correct. We're talking about expectations. So my thing is, if we have a relationship, whether it be as lovers, as friends, as anything, if two people have built a relationship, there should be a little more care intact. And what you do prior to you doing it. See, the care and tact comes in. It's a two-way street because that's where communication comes in. If it's a situation where I like this was never communicated to me. This is something that in these specific situations, these are these are things that because let's let's be honest. If let's say this was a situation where the action was communicated to me before Mm -hmm. where she said, I don't like this. This hurts me. This bothers me. We're having a whole different conversation then because at that point. I purposefully listened to what you said, mm-hmm. said, fuck that and did it anyway. That's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a situation where I was just living my life, did something that I didn't know would trigger you. You are hurt by whatever it is that happened. But you see what you said? I did something that I did. It's a lot of eyes in that. So yeah, that's, that's my a, personal accountability. Right. But that's more so you just doing what you wanted to do. And you didn't really have that much stock into how I would feel about it. Where do we draw the line in relationships on as far as how much stock do I take into um, um, my like personal movements when it comes to my my, taking my partner into consideration? Because there's always a line like at the end of the day, yes, we're together, but my life isn't yours. I still have things. I still have a way that I live my life. Just like you have a way that you live your life. I can't tell you what you can and can't feel triggered by. I can't tell you what you can and can't feel hurt by. I can't ridicule you for that. Right. That's why I take that stance of, wow, okay, this person that I care about is hurt. That I'm upset about. I don't want you to feel hurt. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the person who causes you to be hurt. But if I'm going to say something like, oh, man, I'm so sorry that that happened. If. For me to say that would make me a liar. I'm lying right now. Mm -hmm. But you would rather me lie because it feels better. Mm -hmm. And I told her that you would rather me lie because it makes you feel better. And you agree. 
I just said, mm-hmm, and uh, I'm saying, mm-hmm, because, I mean, I get it, because, I mean, my train of thought from just listening to y'all dialogue, too, is, like, what it makes me think is people be wanting you to be sorry the way they want you to be sorry, and that can't fly. That determines, that depends on, um, y'all got to have a certain type of conversation. If you really don't feel like that person is genuinely sorry based off what you just said, Reggie, of how you're apologizing, sorry you feel like that. I'm sorry that I made you feel like that because I feel like that too. If I really did hurt you, even if I don't, I didn't intend it, and I, you know, I know I didn't come from a place of malice, but I apologize for making you feel that way, and you're still dissatisfied with the apology because I'm not sorry the way you want me to be sorry. That's a problem. Now every situation is different, so I get where some people are just genuinely lying and stuff like that. But when you feel like that, you got to call it out. It, call it out so how you have an open discussion mm-hmm. and you'll get to the bottom of it if you're really paying attention you're gonna hear what they got to say based off of you know your response to it and they're gonna the truth gonna come out if they really care or not if you really that you know cognizant and paying attention i have a small experience that just happened about you know two I mean? or three days ago okay and this young man we was having a conversation and he said something that i felt like was disrespectful okay mm-hmm. so i communicated that we've never had any conversations i've never gave you any type of impressions for it to ever be okay for you to talk to me in that manner i felt like if we was to hypothetically rate it let's just say i felt like what he said was probably an eight ten being the most disrespectful thing i'm a little harsh so maybe y'all would think it was a seven but i'm gonna say eight so the apology i'm I'm assuming he pulled a, a, a a a buddy from 808 mafia and called you his bitch no, it wasn't. I mean, I can tell you exactly what it was, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, no, no, we can curse. So this is this is an open so space. So the situation was, you know, you're on Facetime. I'm washing my face. I'm getting ready in the morning. We're adults. I'm in, you know, my panties and a big shirt. Mm. And I had the phone position where you should only be able to see like shirt up. But you know, if you're moving around, you may things see happen. Up, yeah, things yeah, happen. absolutely. So we get off the phone, and he says, "Well, you know, you slipped up, right?" So I'm like, well, what are you talking about? And we kind of went through this back and forth. <laughs> he even said, like, I don't want to say it because I don't want to get cut off. <laughs> so I'm like, just say it because you know now. You, you know you fucked up, right? Right, right. <laughs> Most definitely. So now I'm upset at two things. I'm upset because I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like playing the guessing game. <laughs> then I'm really, you know, it's just Yo, a I'm back over and here forth. dying. So, <laughs> so I say, just go ahead and say it. Because at this point, we're just not going to talk today. Because go ahead and say it. This man tells me, and I quote verbatim, that fat ass pussy. Oh, my gosh. Pause. Now, there's a lot of context that's missing. Oh, oh <laughs> man. There's a lot. Now, from the way that this story is being told, let me know if I'm right or wrong. Mm-hmm. From the way that this story is being told, this is early in a situation. Very. Very early. This is also this is something that hasn't <laughs> this is something that hasn't been approached yet as far as the subject. <laughs> the subject hasn't been approached yet voluntarily by the woman. And that's how he wants to say it. We've never kissed, touched, did anything. I knew sexual. it. I knew it. We I never even it. had conversations that took it to that point. So now what was his ladies, apology? His apology, and, and this is why I wanted, this is why, this is how it's relevant. So his apology, once I say, hey, that was very disrespectful, um, it's going to be a Bruh. no for me. Yeah. You a different type of, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but. Um, 
<laughs> he he a different type of cat that just yeah. Because first of all, you don't even bring that up. Like you gotta let slip her ups, bring it up. You gotta the, let the her bring slip, it up. The slip ups happen at times. You don't you don't bring it up. And then if you do bring it up, uh, the, you <laughs> not gotta, the you, way you, you say you it. You gotta be cognizant about what not the what way you say it. And ladies, you know, you know like he shot from outside. Bro. You gotta understand like my skin actually <laughs> no, he was shot crawling from the parking like. Lot. <laughs> Blindly, it was a drive-by, and he spin the block. You, you, you know you. Now, right? Yo, can you imagine that being a pickup line with a woman? You know you fucked up now, right? Listen, that, that's Yo, you really thought that was gonna get you some pussy? That's like, crazy. That's, that's, so. Bro. The problem with the apology was it was very small. It was something along the lines of, "My bad, I didn't know you were you was going to get offended by that. I won't do it again." That's the problem. Even though you're not really sorry about what you did, because I guess, and this is just being being a woman, you're a man, and man says man things all the time. So you're just thinking, you know, maybe I should just keep that in the closet, and that's fine. But the problem is your disrespect was so loud. And so mm-hmm. bold and mm-hmm. so offensive, your apology cannot be so small. Exactly. Okay. Your apology has to match that same disrespect, that same hurt that I got from that. That's why it matters that not necessarily you have to bow down, but yes, your apology has to meet my standards because I'm the one that's hurt. Now here's where okay, now here's here's where my personal issue with a lot of people's view on apologies comes in. I feel like People turn apologies <laughs> into a grovel fest. Now, you know what will happen? Because there's a line. There's a line between an apology and groveling, right? Now, let's be honest. It depends on the the offense. We agree on this. As loud as your fuck up is, is as loud as the apology should be. I I wholeheartedly agree with that. Now, wait, wait, wait. Now, here's where I disagree. Here's where I might have a different. You validated my point. I hate to interrupt, but I just want to say you va- you con- you and I know you know it. I know you know it. I could just tell you kind of you kind of know. You know how I said sorry the way you wanted him to be sorry. Now he owe you every bit of the mo- utmost respect for the disrespect. So let me not get you twisted there. That was foul. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. foul. Wild, yes, I'm just saying. The way somebody apologized, like I said, you take it with a grain of salt and you could tell by you could get to the truth by what you say. And you kind of did that by, you know, saying, hey, man, that was foul. That was I don't know what words you use exactly to him, but you addressed it straight Mm -hmm. up to, you know, see what kind of response you would get. And based on the response you got, pretty much tell you everything, you know, depending on how you decipher the words he said. Now, we're going to put a pin in that. This is where I disagree. Because, and this is just me being somebody who, I'm going to take a page out of Sheem's book for a second, and I'm going to put a different hat on. I'm going to be the optimistic person for a second. Here's the thing. When somebody says, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't know that you would take it that way. He, he apologized. He let it be known where his mind was at, and he said flat out that he would never do it again, right? Those three aspects those three things. Let's be honest. Those three things, ladies. I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take it there, but I'm gonna let him finish. Those three things. Oh, we in trouble. Let's be honest. Those three things mm-hmm. being said are not enough to constitute an apology. Most definitely. But you have to give the person the room to express the fourth layer of an apology, and the fourth layer, in my opinion, this is just how I feel. The fourth layer is action of an apology. Action going forward is where, to me, 
it shows it differentiates between whether you actually like were sorry about the situation or you just want the conversation to be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me to look at those first three things and automatically call bullshit because maybe it wasn't said the way that I would have said it or maybe it wasn't as verbose as I would have been or mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like a lot of times we do that to people where we expect people to be our, to be us. And I think sometimes that's not fair. I've done that with women before, and I feel like women do that with a lot of men, where we expect it to be phrased in the exact way that we would like things to be phrased. And we don't take it from, okay, what is this person actually telling me? Like, Bingo. what are they saying? Bingo. And that's, that was his point. So that, that's where I'm kind of teetering on the fence on, on that one between, like, how the two of you feel. And I understand. But as a woman, I feel like we have a soft nature to us. So... It could be a line between, you know, you're letting someone apologize to you and you're showing them too much grace in their apology because, yeah, he did not have to say it exactly how I wanted him to say it. I can't tell someone how exactly to apologize to me. That's a very hard thing to do. But you took a lot of thought into what you said to me. We had a back and forth. You know, you had to actually form the sentence in your mind. And the fact that you waited until after we got off the phone meant that you was thinking about it the whole time. So that was something that you thought before you said. And again, that's how you got to the truth. Right. That's what I was Most talking definitely. about. That's what I was talking about. I'll give you that as well. I wish that how much time and thought you put into saying something <laughs> offensive to me would have been put into that apology. Because that apology took you two minutes to type out. And I agree with that. Now, here's another aspect of that, right? Here's, mm-hmm. here's another way to look at that. Sometimes when you hurt someone, and especially if it's someone that actually matters to you, mm-hmm. your apology is less thought out and more knee-jerk. Hmm. Like, I I'm care not about letting you. Me, I'm not letting... I'm no, not, I'm, just being, no I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, at the end of the... Like, I've had moments where, and you know how I am. Like mm-hmm. I, the way I speak on on pod is the way I speak in real life. The way I like, I'm somebody who formulates my thoughts very well. I, I kind of right. take a moment to do so. But I've been in a position before where if it if something that I did, something that I said, even if it's something small, truly hurts somebody that I really care about, I immediately like I'm like, oh whoa, I'm so sorry. I this and that, and then it's boom. Like it's mm-hmm. a shorter response, but the way I like. The, the effect that it had on me internally is stronger than the other times where I may have been more verbose. Like, that's why I say, like, it's kind of, it's kind of harsh point. on, it's kind of harsh on us to, to automatically, the problem isn't judging their apology. The problem is assuming that our viewpoint of what the meaning of their apology is, is the only correct viewpoint. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like you see Which what I'm saying? Like, and I, I agree. And another point is sometimes it takes time to let it marinate maybe how you affected somebody with something you said. A direct rebuttal isn't always sometimes the best way to know if that person is really sorry to gauge that. Maybe two to three days. The action behind it afterwards, the intent afterwards, or like the words they use to you afterwards. If they kind of mm-hmm. brush it off and move along and act like it never happened again, then yeah, you if you really wise you should be paying attention to their movements and what they're saying so you if they show themselves again you know who you're dealing with you know if they don't really care about you to that mm-hmm. capacity or not 
and that falls along to what I was saying about uh, the next step after whatever the verbal part is. Action needs to follow immediately. The actions wow. that take place after that apology Bingo. tell you everything that you need to the know truth. about that person. Because words can only mean so much. Observe you can, if and you, act accordingly. You can give me the most beautiful apology ever and then go out and do the same shit. Observe See, my problem is and act accordingly. I have a problem with allowing someone to show me that fourth layer. Mm. Sometimes I don't even want an apology. Sometimes I could be a little harsh, maybe, maybe so. But sometimes you do something so offensive, and it's just like there's really not an apology for that. Well, that's different. That, that there's you're perfectly like that, that's fine. And in your situation, you're right. No, yeah. in a lot of situations, and, and, there and are a also, lot of situations you cannot apologize. Yeah, for. let's but, be let's be real. Also, that's facts. Absolutely. It would definitely be respected more if you know what. Even if you say, "I really don't understand what I'm apologizing for right now." Um, just give me a couple of t- a little bit of time. Let me process this. That way, when I do come to you, and if I do come to you with an apology, at least I can mean it. I think it's just the someone wants an apology, and your stance points is I'm just going to apologize for how you feel because off the rip, I don't feel like what I did was wrong because I done did it so many times before, or this is just the way I am. A lot of people they use that this is just the way I am as a that's, reason to not to- apologize. Yeah, that's toxic. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use that either. Even um, if if you see someone's hurt, take the time out to see. Okay, did I do anything to lead up to it? It doesn't have to correct. be a right or wrong. It doesn't have to be necessarily I did something that was so offensive. It could genuinely just be I did something that was offensive to that person. Yep. It's not offensive in general, but because it was offensive to that person, you you're not going to apologize for that. But here's the, here's the thing: apologizing and saying it was offensive to that person is literally what I was explaining earlier. That's what that is. It doesn't sound good because it's not pretty. That's the thing. It's just not Hallmark pretty. But if I'm being honest, I'll give you the scenario. I was in a relationship, long-term relationship. And as a podcaster, we mm-hmm. share stories. So I'm sharing a story about something that happened before her, before my relationship with her. Mm-hmm. But it was something that mm-hmm. just her hearing that story triggered her and bothered her. She didn't like hearing that shit. We never that did. really had hurt me. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> it was one of those moments. And so afterward, you know, I'm having a conversation with her. She's being distant. She's being weird. She don't want to talk back. This and that. I'm like, okay, what's going on? So eventually, after hours of prodding, she blows up. Y'all already know how it is. It, t- it goes from absolute silence for hours. Well, and- I just find it funny how. <laughs> <laughs> And so she um, tells me that she just didn't feel comfortable hearing, you know, that type of content as as far as like what was being shared on that show. And, you know, I, I told her, I was like, oh, I, I had no idea that you felt this way. Like, I, I really didn't know. And mm-hmm. I was I, so my first question after that, before I even apologized, I dug deeper. I wanted to know, OK, how long has this been happening? Because mm-hmm. the reason why instead of apologizing, I did that is because I'm like, yo, I've been podcasting for a long time. I've been doing that, telling stories about my life mm-hmm. weekly for years. How long has this been hurting you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm talking to her, getting to the bottom of it or whatever. And at the end of it all, you know, I, I got down to why she felt the way that she felt, which pretty much was because she just felt uncomfortable with, you know, we had a, two very different pasts. She was somebody who didn't have a, a, a bit of a checkered past like me. So for her, it, it it's very like hearing me with random women or different situations happening hurt her. It hit her yeah. hard because she doesn't even look at 
relations or or men that way like her she's never lived that way so for mm-hmm. her she takes everything very seriously so that was like our difference in perspective now here's what i told her i was like i i wish i would have known this ahead of time i'm so sorry that this happened like i would have never done that i would have never put you in that position if i knew mm-hmm. you know that this is how you feel but here's the problem now we're at a crossroads because that's a part of my career like me sharing these things about myself, me having these conversations, this is something that it's not a weekly thing. Like I don't do it all the time. You know, there's a lot of episodes in between, but it's going to come up like those right. things are going to happen. Now, I am sorry about how this makes you feel and how this affects you and and the ways that you look at this. Like mm. if this was something that, you know, I could completely stop and it wouldn't affect my career, I would do it. But I don't feel the same way so now where are we with this whole agree to disagree where i acknowledge how you feel i acknowledge the pain i don't want to hurt you now i can't say i'm sorry that i did it because i'm not sorry that i did it you see what i'm saying i just got punched in my gut and and, and i know that that hurts like you you see physically moved y'all when i said i'm not sorry that i did but that's me being honest like a hundred percent you know naked honest in front of you I'm not sorry that I did that. I'm sorry that it hurt you. And you should appreciate that. Anybody that gets it like that should honestly appreciate that. Even if they still don't feel maybe, I don't know the term, satisfied uh, by that, you should respect it because they being they being 100 with you. Know you know what's kind of crazy? What's kind of crazy is if I were to have lied, though, and said, I'm so sorry that I did that, it would have felt so much better. Right, she not feel, she not she not feeling this. <laughs> the 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 look she, of disgust. She ready to walk out of here, bro. <laughs> we sorry because not. I agree. <laughs> look, to, to start, I agree. I agree, but I think a lot of the times expectations and apologies go hand in hand. What do you mean by that? Um, a lot of the times when an apology is not necessarily necessarily the thing that is supposed to be done, it's because it was a miscommunication and expectations. I don't believe in apologizing if we don't know each other's expectations. That's like learning someone. That's that's something that you're always going to kind of... Uh, if you notice, a lot of relationships, usually the argument is because a difference in expectations. That is very true. Now, wait. To, to be objective here and again that was nasty what homie did but what if I'm not what if answer it mm-hmm. I mean ask it his expectations because for him to come out the gate with that that's a certain level of expectation which mm-hmm. it don't take a rocket scientist to understand whatever and, that and, was and also maybe Feel that me? was him gauging the temperature I was about to say yes that like, was high level him but, thinking oh, that man. Our connection or she likes me enough or she's comfortable with me enough to the point where verbally I can do that because I'll say this. Here's the thing about Alexis. That's tricky, right? (laughs) This is no, no. This is this is the thing that's tricky. Alexis makes you too comfortable. And what I mean by too comfortable is Alexis is a person who is very poised, very about her business, very like you can tell that this is somebody who carries themselves with pride and dignity. On the other hand, and more dangerously, she's a person who it seems like you could pretty much say whatever the hell you want to. And she'll look at you and be like, I, don't, I may not agree, but keep going. 
Oh and no! I, and and that's the thing is, oh. and and here's the that's thing. Dangerous. I have a butt. I have a butt though. But <laughs> oh. I agree. <laughs> Give it up like that. I have a butt. That's I like to thing. make people that's feel the, comfortable. And and that's what's dangerous. I'm not a judgmental you person. What's dangerous is I, what's dangerous. It's a butt. But I'm gonna let him go out. What's what's dangerous is that like I could see somebody being like, yo. I could see him being our homeboy and being like, bro, y'all don't get it, bro. She is different. This girl, like, she's cool as fuck. Like, I could just say whatever. And she just be, she be, like, she, she'll you, talk to me. Yeah, she might not even like it. Mm-hmm. She don't even like the shit. And she'll listen. She'll even laugh. And she'll be like, okay, here's what I think. And I ain't gonna lie. She be making sense. <laughs> and this nigga's comfortable now. He think he could, he could shoot this shit. He think he in the barbershop with us. Yeah. So he's like, oh, she's changing her clothes. She this and that. And here, here he go. He's like, all right. Let me take a quick shot from the three. Yeah, that's little crazy. do he know yeah. she is not with the shits, and that was the 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 line. That's where she drew her line. You, mm-hmm. you're metho- yeah. I'll say that sounds like uh, like a methodical type of person, like a person like, and I ain't saying that in no bad way, but like you breadcrumbing somebody to expose who they are. Like I'm, you know, some people give Most it up. Definitely. Like I give it, up, I give it up like that in a quiet way. So I I understand. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Mm, it's a lot he said I'm, I agree I, I agree <laughs> I like to make people feel comfortable because I'm truly not a not I'm not a judgmental person and you're too and good I at don't it. like Way people to have masks on people do that too much I like to make people feel comfortable and I feel like the best way to make someone feel comfortable is to allow them to truly be themselves 100 but I am a lady first I am a woman first so I do make people feel comfortable, but I never, I never let anyone feel like it's okay to disrespect me. If it was a situation where we had conversation that was sexual or not even sexual, maybe, you know, just little flirtatious things we've kissed before we've held hands, something, something, something. that was affectionate that mm-hmm. I could honestly say, I could, I could kind of see how you got that impression that it was okay to say something like that. He never got any of the sort. So the lesson of the me day. making you should never introduce affection into the relationship by telling her her pussy is fat. Yeah, that's gentlemen. Not, that's I don't not think affection. that's the way that we Fam. open up Fam. the Fam. conversation. And mind you, this is before holding hands. This is before this. This is literally like introduction. Knock, knock, knock. Fat pussy. I don't think that's what's like, wrong with you. <laughs> oh, literally, what is wrong with you? Very dangerous you know, territory. And I think with in. people, we're living in a time where everyone has to have this mask on. They do it with their friends. They do it with their family members. You know, they feel like they have to present themselves in a certain way. So maybe it is refreshing and it's something new that when they meet someone who's not like that, they feel like all the walls come down. Him saying that is not the walls coming down. Yeah. Because if you're trying to court me, you will always court me with respect. Let's be honest. If you're trying to if you're trying to seriously date me, you wouldn't handle me um, how you would as if this is just a night on the town. That's true. You will handle me with a little more respect because you're trying to actively date me. That's really true. That's it's plenty. We everybody knows we could do the talking stage for two years, you know, and a yeah. date <clears> never <throat> even is, is even in a word in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to date me, you're 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 taking this a little bit more serious, and you take your other encounters. So you saying that was definitely not you being too comfortable. It's not you being oh I could just say anything and get away. You probably could say anything as far as I could reveal myself to her, and I know I'm safe with her. But that's not, that should never be uh, taken as I could say whatever I want. That's carelessness. Yeah. Um, it's it's a negative thing that, that comes of curiosity. Like, I'll be honest. 
Um, be- it seems like men are the only ones that have it. Um, are you sure? Because we could go but, there. I mean, but she doesn't. You date, got it right now. She doesn't date. <laughs> you women. got it right no, now. No, you don't date women, so you would never, you know, yeah, come across yeah. those types. Yeah, of things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got it right now, though. But no, what I was gonna say was because I've I've been a person who like being her coworker, being Alexis's coworker. Talking to her is like such an interesting thing that like I remember I would uh, leave work and, you know, of course, we pod and we'll do other things or whatever. There would be specific topics that I'll hear about or see or I'll read. And in my mind, I immediately like, oh, man, I'm saved this for tomorrow. I can't wait to see what she's going to say about this. And I'll pull into the job and she already knew what the deal was. We'll sit right next to each other and we'll just start talking to shit. And it's Definitely. because it's because of the fact that. Not only does she make you comfortable to to express yourself, but clearly she's somebody who's going to stand on her tent. So I think there's a there's an in uh, a thing there that if you're somebody who is careless, you're going to slip and fall. Like I can see, like you, you're going to yeah. fuck up, and that's a good thing for her because she's easily able to weed men out probably pretty quickly. I'm assuming is you, it usually you doesn't last see. long with yeah. all that bread, <laughs> with all that breadcrumbing you'd be doing. <laughs> <The boys. laughs> So you don't. So Sheen, breadcrumb. Do you not? Do you feel like that's a dangerous game? I'm playing. Well, not a game. I'm playing, but that's a dangerous oh, it's a way game. to be. It's a game. It's, 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 it's a game. It's, it's, it's on some mentalist stuff because, like I said, I tell you, probably deeply observe people. You know what I'm saying? Observe, you know, the things people are saying um, to you or whatever. Like some people have dialogue and conversation, and they're not still really observant of uh, what's going on, what the person yeah. is saying, what the person is revealing in the words they're saying. So by how you're doing it of just sitting back and like I said I do it I'll do it too but silently just like maybe just like you mm-hmm. but at the same time if I if I'm breadcrumbing you to reveal yourself to me once you do I don't I want you to give accountability for your actions if I do address you on it and if I don't address you on it however you move you're letting me know who you are and at that point if I decide to continue to rock with that then I'm enabling you yeah I agree so, but for for the most part, like what you're doing isn't anything bad. It's just you're. It's dangerous. You're, That's all. It's dangerous for the men. It's, the ga- men it's a gamble. It's a it's, gamble. It's, it is dangerous for them because they're they're not they're gonna they're they're gonna slip if they're impure. If there's somebody because. with impure thoughts or impure motives, they're gonna. It, there's no way. Because men, on top of that, are trained to talk. Are trained to thought. At least, is not all of us or whatever. Like nobody always trying to think about like you know getting to the you know getting to the you know sex level. Or whatever, but if you make it, if you set the table for men to shoot that shot, they gonna go about it however they go about it. Now, like I said, the way homie went, he was in the goddamn parking lot somewhere, and it was just crazy. I don't know, <laughs> you know, that was a crazy, crazy shot. I don't know what he couldn't have been thinking. You know um, what I mean? He couldn't have been thinking yeah. to take that type of shot. But what? But you could understand why the breadcrumbing could lead to a man seeing what can fly. Because we all, we all in, in kind of do it with when you're trying to, you know, date or get to know somebody, see what's going to what can fly with this person. So, you know, where you stand with them or where what direction you may be going with them. Temperature check. Yeah. But you I guess mean? the thing is when a woman makes you feel so comfortable and so safe that you could truly be your raw self. Why is the first thought? Let me do a temperature check. Um, Because mm. men are gross. Okay. You said it like right internally, 
Well, you can't help it. Being honest, like that. Like, if, I needed to hear that. No, that's just being being honest. Like men at at our core, like the the things that we say to each other, the things we find pleasure in, the things we find like funny, the things but I that refuse we to. I'm, I I can't hold you to that standard. I have to hold you higher because no. That's what, what enabling a man. No, no, I'm not saying to to be okay with that at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying you made the right decision on not being okay with that. But I'm explaining why he thought. Let me like it's it's kind of like a kid who just yeah it's it's like a kid who just discovered a bridge or a waterfall right. and he just he's like first he puts a little rock there, then he goes and finds some fruit. And then, and then, and then he goes and gets, he got a whole <laughs> start dumping. Shit in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that's that's the temperature checking its own way. Especially yeah. like that's the thing. There's men, the way that the dating game is usually, mm. the way the this dating game age. is usually not even just this day and age. Nah, in, that's, in life, right? Yeah, period. just in life, the way the yeah. dating game is usually there's a certain level of tenseness. There's a certain level of tension. Between the man and the woman, because at the end of the day, if you're the one who's pursuing or you're the one who's doing this or that, there's a certain level of anxiety. There's a certain level of, um, you know, active thought when it comes to strategy and things of that nature. When a man encounters a woman who strips him of the anxiety and strips him of the fear and strips him of the the that tension. It starts to feel like. I think he forgot that he was still in pursuit. He ain't forget. You no, heard no, he what did. he said. No, 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 no. <laughs> he, he damn sure ain't forget. He knew he, knew he didn't get. He knew he didn't get to the finish line, but he forgot he was still in pursuit. And what I mean by that is kind of like imagine you're at war right now. We we are at war. We're in the trenches. We are laying down. There's cover fire. You can hear the enemy close. <clears throat> How are you going to move? You're going to crawl. You're going to stay under the grass. You're going to. But yeah. what happens if all of the sound of the gunshots go away? You don't hear no people no more. You look to your left and right. Ain't no enemies. It's just your boys. You think them niggas going to stay in the trenches for long? Nope. At first, it's going to take one nigga to kind of get on a knee and look around. Then somebody says the coast is clear. Then you stand up. And then th- then you start walking around. And you're like, hey, I think we won. And then that nigga said, you know what? Fat pussy. Landmine. Boom. Yeah. Little, that, it's ladies and gentlemen, is what it is like to date Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, proceed with caution fellas oh Uh, man but yeah that's that's our like our take if you wanted to know what the man perspective is of why he did what he did literally think of that war analogy and that's literally how to you you're looking at it like you dumbass you're still at war why would you do that but it's not even more so like you're still in pursuit i feel like it was more so you got too comfortable i feel like as a woman, and the, I think a lot the of the analogy ladies, that we gave you, that's getting too okay, comfortable. That's getting too comfortable. I think it's more so you, you're you're forgetting where you're at. Yeah, yeah, we're still in war, but it's <laughs> you're forgetting it's just, where you at. You you said it. It's an ego thing. I'm not going to stand on that hill. It's it's okay, definitely bring, an ego because I feel like you. help us okay you. because I feel like yeah you for let's let's play with the whole war thing. You forgot you was at war. Yeah, you have a AK-47 on your hip. You have a helmet. You have a life vest. You have boots. You have socks. You got pants with 25 pockets. You have so much gear on. It has to be more. You, you're not comfortable, first and foremost. She you are not comfortable. She described a Call of Duty character. No, okay. she, no she really made men sound stupid as shit. You are not now. comfortable. Like, so for, how did you forget where you was at? How? Literally. 
literally how did you forget where you are at and that's the thing <laughs> when it comes to the mars and venus because you let yourself get that you're not going to tell me that you let yourself get that comfortable and you in full body armor <laughs> Like uh, something no. within your ego, something Ooh. is overriding all oh, all common sense that's right now. Damn, we took an L. Like yes. no, no, that's a nasty City, L. City boys took. I was L trying to hold L. it down. I was trying to hold it down for him, but that, nah. That's <laughs> that, my God, nah. City you, boys, you we took we took an L on that one, and we got yeah. we got to eat that. Yeah. We play right now. We just playing cleanup. <laughs> They're trying to. We, we playing clean. I'm, I'm, but no, I was not opening him. the garbage bag and saying, "Okay, I, I see what you did, but can you look at this too?" <laughs> yeah. I'm just being. But we are being honest, though. We're giving you the honest perspective of yeah, how men I respect think. It. Yeah. it just, it just is what it is, man. Like we, man. Look, from the best of us to the worst of us, they're still gonna be. <laughs> we, we're, we're gonna be us, man. Yeah, but I think when it when it boils down to it, it's all about perspective and just what you're willing to deal with what you're not willing to deal with and how you feel going forward and what you're willing to communicate because without communication it really won't go anywhere so with with like with the nucleus of an apology just when you package an apology up for someone we have to remember that it's not only about the relationship that preceded it's also about your thoughts on your thoughts and how much you care about what's happening next. The idea of continuing that relationship. Yeah. The intention. Exactly. So I think there is that thing where as men, if we're the ones who are being apologized to for some reason, and this is what I've been told by women. So you let me know if your experience is different. They say that we kind of let things go pretty quickly. Yes. I mean, did y'all see how quick? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that we like, we, we, we may even the more. And they tell us you're holding on to it. You need to let it go. <laughs> yes. And I think when it comes to it, um, you know, I fall into that category. Now, mm-hmm. for those of us who are a little bit pettier, women will say that, you know, guys, even the petty ones, They'll let it go quickly. They might bring it up like months and months later, <laughs> but it's yeah. not something that you're going to have to literally deal with every day. Women, on the other hand, she has no problem waking up to the shits every day for the next <laughs> however long. Yes, but you know be. why? That's facts. You know why any woman that is doing that, she didn't get her full voice of thought out or she doesn't feel like that the apology that she accepted was worth accepting no she didn't accept it really wholeheartedly she, she accepted that, it not wholeheartedly no not wholeheartedly Can't but be. she accepted it she charged it to the game but she really wasn't rocking with it most definitely okay most definitely all right now okay is there a list that you can come up with a bullet point list right of aspects to an apology that if these things are done anything outside of that is out of your control as far as what needs to be included for what me to needs accept to the be, apology. Yep, what needs to be included. First and foremost, sincerity. I definitely think you could just tell in a person's body language and the words that they're saying, just in the look in their eyes, like if they're truly being sincere, it's not going to sound perfect. It's not probably going to make you feel good, but it's sincere. Two, understanding. 
I think an apology comes better when it's at least a person, even if you feel like you don't necessarily agree, at least if I could feel like you're trying to understand why I even want an apology. I think that would mean a lot. And then third would be change. Whatever the action that you did that I feel like an apology is necessary, if you truly are sorry about it, whether regardless if you're sorry for me, you're sorry for yourself, if you truly are sorry about it, I don't feel like it's going to be hard to recognize you doing things to change, you not doing whatever behavior you did again. Yeah. Um, I, I concur. I definitely agree with those points. I feel like anything outside of, because I'm, I'm very cognizant on how I um, package an apology. I'm very, very cognizant of how I package it. I'm going to admit to exactly what I did wrong. I'm going to say exactly why it was wrong. I'm going to make a pledge to not do it in the future. I'm going to check in on how you feel and ask you exactly, you know, what it is that we need to do as far as like, I'm, we're going to check in on protocol. We're going to make sure that this is something that doesn't become a continuation if possible. Now, the one place where I draw a line is if I've given you all of those elements and it feels like because some people take this thing and they they power trip in victimhood. I could see that. I could definitely see that. The moment I start to feel and or see that the same sincerity and energy that you got out of my apology is the same sincerity and energy that you're going to get out of my rebuttal to your disrespect. And that's all women ask for. See, you guys are functioning on a very mature frequency. We have to be honest. The majority, they're not coming like that. A lot of the times, mm. the disrespect, the like. To be honest, you keep, you keep saying it in your head. <laughs> they're, they're not the disrespect and the the behavior. They're usually not as loud as the apology, or the apology usually usually is not as loud as the disrespect. Yeah. A lot of women can honestly say that. I know a lot of women that the same thing that they brought up to their guy, they got the apology for it, and they've done it again a week later. Yeah. Now, another question. Um, when it comes to, I guess, when it comes to the essence of an apology or dealing with situations that, you know, apologies are taking place on both sides, right? Where do you draw the line and say the person is sorry enough? Like, have you ever been somebody who witnessed a situation or been a part of a situation where you're like, okay, this is no longer... This isn't apologizing. This is begging. Yeah. <laughs> um. Honestly, yes. And to be honest, it was only that situation because it was truly something that a person, they couldn't apologize for in the first place. Mm, so it's like okay. the, so the, the standard the that I said, you, so you, you can't, you, there's no apology for it. But me trying to be just that person because the bond is so good and we've had so many good times whatever the list of reasons that there is there's always reasons that people are going to find on why they stayed with someone and the apology wasn't accepted 
So you believe that once the, I guess once the situation hits that level and it, and it, it graduates from, you know, apologizing to begging at that point, you know that you're bordering on a situation that the apology was never going to be good enough. Yeah. And maybe I realized it late. Maybe I had a feeling in the beginning. I just didn't want to realize it. But yeah, that's the honestly, that's the only time I've ever seen someone begging and groveling is when the apology never would have worked anyways. Now, mm. one thing that I um, one thing that I, I, I kind of got into it with somebody about recently was the idea that in an apology for it to be acceptable, you're not allowed to share what your perspective is. So I'll give you an example. If you're the guilty party and you are speaking to the person that was hurt, you explaining why or saying the thought process that led you to it is bucking accountability in some people's opinion. That's a sticky line. That's a very sticky line. Because I don't agree with that. And that was the, the argument. The argument there was that I, I firmly don't agree with that. Now, maybe that's a personal thing, because if I'm telling you that I'm sorry, I'm the main person who's going to be like, Okay, so when I did this, this is why I did it. Good old Reggie. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm, I'm gonna tell you the whole thing. This is yeah. why I did what I did. You like, but my whole point in doing that is, my nigga, walk with me. Tell me, like, let's look at this so that we can figure out where the fuck the wrong turn happened. Because if we right. don't do that, how the fuck am I gonna promise you that I'm not gonna do it again? Nah, that's real. It's this generation. Y'all don't want to hear. And this is why I say it's this generation. It's because I agree. I feel like if you're apologizing, then you should be able to say your perspective because let's see how we got here. But this generation doesn't like apologizing. And a lot of times that they get out of apologizing is saying, okay, I know I hurt you, but I really did it because of this, this, and that, and the third deflecting the it's accountability all, it's, it's now being used as a tool to avoid apologizing like uh, like she said deflecting okay. that's deflecting, deflecting accountability i i peaked, a good I example a good example too. would be yeah. the um the the meek mill kobe bryant situation where meek made the the Ooh. tasteless like uh he made <laughs> he made the tasteless remark and of course behind the scenes you know he spoke to um uh, kobe's late uh, wife and and apologized to her now some people, a lot of hip hop fans, uh, feel like, especially because you know she's not of the culture, and she's not somebody who it's not like she you know came across a song or whatever. Nine times out of ten, people are DMing this to her and kind of framing yeah. it for her and this and that. Yeah. So what people were saying was, um, if he were to talk to her and be like, "Look, you know, I do apologize. Uh, I do apologize. This wasn't something that you know. I'm a fan of his. I'm not saying something disrespectful about him or this right. or that. The whole idea was, you know, flipping that bar because a he's somebody that means a lot to me, and that's what <laughs> we do in hip hop to pay pay, uh, pay homage to fallen people. Mm -hmm. We do that all the time. And b the line that I used it for wasn't something that was like besmirching him or putting him in a, a negative light or whatever. It was just like a, a somber moment in the song that like is supposed to be icing whatever the punchline is. Now, for somebody who, especially if you know that you're speaking to somebody that's not of the culture, I could see that being the mindset of I'm going to not only apologize to her, but I don't want this person to think I'm just some sociopath that's like calling <laughs> out her, her, her dead husband yeah. or whatever. I want you to understand what I really did wrong. And I think that's one of the issues that I have with a lot of people where a lot of times with me, I refuse to take responsibility for anything that I did not do. 
Like, if you're going to hate me, you're going to cut me off, you're going to whatever, I want you to know exactly what I did wrong. And I refuse to take any more or less than that. Tricky. Tricky. Because, for example, with the Meat Mill and Kobe thing, um, the sensitivity level is a little bit high right now. Of course. Which is period, you know, in this time, it's just, I don't feel like the fact that he even had to issue an apology, that's not something that probably would have even been thought about 10 years ago. Of course. It would have been a, a bar, oh, da, 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 and that would have been it. Yeah. Yep. Um, the problem is, regardless of his relationship with Kobe, may he rest in peace, that is his wife. Yeah. Of 20 plus years birth how many of his children yeah so and and that's when i say you can't tell me how the offended person wants their apology sometimes you know because it's like okay i, I get you want to give me my apology you know you really was respecting him and after you get your explanation out hey you know that's all good but at the end of the day this is someone that i laid in bed with every night and, you know mm-hmm. she's I can a agree victim with in that, that sense you know, because you don't get to tell me you don't get to say but when I say hey you hurt me that's true yeah that's definitely true and I think that's one of those uh, points of contention where it's like just like we can't tell her how to feel and we can't tell her where uh, an apology is enough or or how to phrase or how to want her uh, penance for that you also have to be aware and I guess this is where the the problematic side of me comes in I'm, (laughs) I'm aware of my rights as a person who's apologizing like what are your rights as in just like just like i'm just i'm i'm an individual just like you so i look at it the same way as um and this is going to be a wild comparison but i look at it as if it's like a medieval curtsy i'm looking you in the eye i'm subjugating myself i've opened my arms i'm bowing i've kept eye contact this whole time now i'm kneeling to you i am I'm, i'm submitting to you that what I did was incorrect. What I did was wrong. This is my. This is me submitting that to you. You have the option to accept it or to not. But just so you're aware, this curtsy is where it stops. And let me. I'm. I'm gonna repeat what you just said. Mm-hmm. Here, you can take my phone, but if you don't want to take it, it's up to you. But here, do you even want my phone at this point? You see what I'm saying? I'm going to I'm going to bow down and I'll apologize to you, but I'm just letting you know it's not going to be But it's there, no no, there's a difference between verbalizing it and I I the same issue pull the phone out. You saying it changes what it is cuz you handing me that phone, right? Mm-hmm. You're offering me the phone. Mm-hmm. And I can take it because mm-hmm. you're offering it, mm-hmm. but I could also not. Mm-hmm. But now you said nothing and notice the feel is different. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm aware of where I am standing. Like, that's what's available to me from where I'm standing. That doesn't mean you say that to the person. It's the fact that there's you're a trying difference. to keep your power in apologizing. It's not about keeping my power. It's that I'm a, I'm a human being just like you. And I think what the problem is, a lot of people, when you're a hurt party, when you're mm-hmm. somebody who, who has been disrespected, you forget that that other person is still human. So what they do is they push past the point of wanting an apology and they push towards wanting to subjugate another human being. And that's okay. where I have a problem with that. Because at the end of the day, just like I've been hurt by people. I've had apologies where I felt like, 
nah, I don't feel like that apology was was sincere. But I've also mm-hmm. had apologies where I felt like it was. Either way, I'm very also aware of what my actions are towards that person because at the end of the day, even though I was hurt, there's not an excuse for me to take that and use that to bash that person over the head or to like strain them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, yeah, there, but let it get to I that point. I feel like point. there's, there's rules of engagement. No, I'm saying let it get to that point. I'm not saying to say any of this out loud. Well, no, I'm just, not even I'm just that, saying but... what I'm aware of in my stance. Like right. as a human being, when I come to you, I'm going to come to you sincerely. It's not like some arrogant thing where it's like, Oh yeah, I'm apologizing. But just so you know, my nigga, like I'm not yeah. coming at it like that, <laughs> but it's more so. Even though I'm being very sincere, in my mind, I'm very aware of where the line is. And I think people don't like that. People get very offended when you won't let them disrespect you. I oddly (laughs) agree on that sentence. People get very offended. I I, I do agree. And Um, it gets very uncomfortable. People get very uncomfortable when you refuse to let them disrespect you. mm -hmm. That's some real shit. This just got heavy. <laughs> right. <laughs> because Bro. I do agree, but with the same sentence. In an apology, it's a lot of different things going on in your apology. I agree. It's ego, it's self rights. Just get Stand on that tent. They're gonna say I'm sorry. Baby, I won't do it again. Baby, I'm so sorry. Flowers, this and that. Them niggas is bending over backwards. And lying, but it sounds better. Mm-hmm. You'll definitely get those extreme, those, those extreme <laughs> Yo, these, sorries to get you to STFU. These eye rolls from yeah. Alexis are oh, classic. Bro, you should, night. you should see it, man. I, I be looking at her with the mic. I'm thinking she about to throw it at you, bro. <laughs> because yes, that's very true. But it's okay, men. To bow down. She said, "Right, it's okay, men. It's okay, women to bow down too." I honestly think that apologies, apologies should be given both ways. I, I apologize when I'm wrong. Yeah, of course. I'm not. And I'm, in the beginning, I'm sometimes I didn't even feel like I was. Ro- I'm not anti-apology. Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> Reggie's borderline anti-apology. That's not true. You, I have to convince you. You don't have to convince why me. I'm hurt. I have to convince you to That's get the apology true. of my standard. That's not true either. No. Because if I don't convince you, you're just going to tell me, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I don't want to hear that. Well, just because you say, put, say you're sorry for what you did to me. You not wanting to hear what I'm saying doesn't change whether what I'm saying is correct because or not. Because I don't have a problem change. with how I feel. So you're apologizing for making me feel that way. I don't have a problem for what I how I feel. I have a problem with what you did. Even if you don't want to apologize for whatever, you could say, I apologize for what I did to you. But if I to say you. that, but here's my thing. If I say that, right? And I don't feel that way. I am now a liar, but I have to do it to make you feel good. No, no, don't one, lie. like, isn't that crazy? Okay, so how do you how do you get if it's a situation and you don't feel like it's wrong? Yeah, both of you, you don't feel like. You, how do you get to a resolution? Is a resolution ever like something that's yeah the uh, the, the way to get to a resolution? Because at the end of the day, neither one of us has a time machine, right? Right. So me being honest with you is telling you that at this point in time, now that I know how you feel, I I am aware of this. This isn't going to happen going forward. That's dead. That's already dead. I can tell you that I didn't want you to be hurt. 
that wasn't, you know, any type of focus or plan of mine. I wasn't even aware that this is something that hurt you. I'm so sorry Mm -hmm. that that happened. I'm so sorry that you are hurt. But if for me to say I'm sorry that I did it, especially if it's something that I don't see as something bad, like we're we're talking about something that I'm not actually going out to actively harm you or whatever. This is something that we're not talking about beating people and cheating, like obvious things. Right. Yeah. This this is something like like I went to, let's say, a place that just people go to. Like I, I went to. A, a, a pool hall a pool hall and that's that happens to be something that triggers you and you hate pool halls and that's just something that like just something simple expectations yeah something simple for me me telling you that hey a i'm not going to do this anymore because now i know how you feel you know i know this is something that we need to talk about x y and z going mm-hmm. forward i'm so sorry that this happened to you i'm so sorry that you're hurting right now mm-hmm. how are you feeling i'm checking on you this and that but for me to say i'm sorry that i did it I feel like is a lie. That is a lie. Sheen. All right. Uh, yo, she ready to swing, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm scared to even talk. You heard how she said Sheen? Like, I dare you to say something. She done switched her position, bro. She about to stall. I got my pillow on Look, my lap just um, in case I have to throw it. Uh, let me see. <laughs> how, do I come, how do we come to a resolution? That's the question, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. To me... Going just going back to us earlier in the conversation, coming to the resolution is honestly just in the action. Like after afterwards, like I'm a I'm gonna tell you like I'm just like that too. If I made you feel bad for something, but I you know I know my intent wasn't that. I'm not about to lie to you to uh, appease your feelings because that's me being fake, and you should honestly respect. Honestly, if you look at it in a different way, I know like women or humans in general just uh, be so emotional and caught up in a what hurt them internally um i'm not saying disrespect emotional you know what i'm talking about look at you you said humans in general i said humans in general look at oh I, okay Chill. i heard a woman okay i said you see how quick i had to bro emotional but but humans in general for real like are emotional and you know feel again i feel like a lot of people do feel entitled to a person need to be sorry the way they want them to be sorry yeah and in order for that for you to even get that though you got to pay attention to the aftermath of addressing what caused it caused the conflict in the first place whatever the disrespect was pay it, uh, to answer the question or to get to the point to get to the resolution and all honestly for me my actions if i did something that hurt you but i know i don't i didn't feel like i was wrong or something i'm apologize about it tell you i'm sorry I, you feel that way and i'm gonna show it to you cuz I'm, I'm, I'm a doer i, I don't I don't just talk about it, I be about it in any type of scenario. So to come to the resolution, pay attention to my actions. I think change behavior is the most important thing because un- until somebody invents a time machine, there's nothing we can do if, to undo. If I really don't most give a, if I really don't give a f, yes. I'm, I'm going to show it. Quick. I'm going to sh- I'm going right. to show it. If I really didn't give a damn about whatever I did that offended you, I'm going to show you sometime. I'm going to slip up. Now, if you lacking and you ain't catch it, that's on you. Hmm. That's true, right? All right. Yeah. So that's how you come to the resolution. Just to me, just the actions after the disrespect, the offense, whatever it is, and that go for male or female apology. Well, that's the perfect note to go ahead and close this episode out on, man. Um, that was a good reality bites. Uh, getting back to our roots, you know. Yes, uh, anybody who wants us to react to any clips, go ahead and send them to us on IG. Uh, my IG and Twitter are the same. That's R E G G I E D. A E S. Yet again, 
I go by the name of Reggie Days. Today I was joined by my right hand man, Shame the Dream, and the lovely, talented Alexis. All right, Alexis, uh, do you want to go ahead and share your social media, or do you not want to do that? I can. So I own LC Moss. You can find us on Instagram at LC Moss underscore or our website, lcmoss.com.co. We sell CMOS gels and CMOS based products. So if you want to check out what CMOS is, come visit us. All right, all right. And uh, for those of you listening to all the uh, sounds in the background, that chef getting busy, getting to it, man. Late night cuts available at All Star Barbershop, man. Um, Shouts out to All Star for letting us park in and uh, do this. This is going to be our new uh, weekly thing. Can't tell you when we do it, but you'll see after we uh, put it up yet again. Thank you guys for listening. Later days. Sorry to baby